numbers, crew expendable, season one, episode one. We are in October 2019, and... I'm Peter the GM, and to my left we'll explain why. Mark playing Notma. Devin as mother. Tyler as Jadeen Soon. Okay, um, guys. So, um, we start this uh, adventure, I guess. <laughs> In uh, what's the system name in Falaos, which is 0202, in around the Roma Secunda planet, and you are on the Pegasus shipyard. That's where you're getting your ship. So, first big question who owns this ship? Who's on the deed? Who's taking the loan? Uh, I'm important. taking the loan Does it by yourself. Uh, well, I don't think Notma wants to leave a paper trail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Notma kind of came aboard the last minute, but... Uh, but if other people want to be on it, that's fine. Um, is this going to tie into shares? I mean... You yeah, can... we all get the same shares regardless. Oh, okay, then no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not at all. <laughs> I'd be crazy to take the liability. <laughs> I can get all the reward and none of the liability? Are you crazy? It's up to you guys how do you split the things afterwards and so on, but let's see you figure out who's on the thing. So, okay. So, Tyler, your character, um, what's their full name? Jadian Soon. Jadian Soon. So, Jadian Soon, you got a, a loan from the Praetorian Republic. They have a program where they just finished the war, they have uh, surplus ships, so they're selling it off to spacers like yourself. Mm -hmm. So you got your lovely ship on a nice loan of 1.9 million credits. <laughs> Seems like a reasonable amount. Yeah, so you just finish off signing the paperwork, you have your deed in place, and you could assign a handler, an all starfer, that will be coming with you. He's there to make sure that you, know, you don't miss payments and will have you. He's coming on the ship. Yes, he was. Yeah, like, he'll be our Hermes. Else, remember that thing we talked about about ditching for a thousand years? <laughs> couldn't do that if you didn't come along. We'll have to kill. <laughs> so yeah, he's a hunter. He's making sure that you know, help you find some jobs if you need to, and make sure that you make payments. And if something goes wrong and he goes missing, doesn't report back. <laughs> but all he cares about is that we make the payments, right? Yes. He's not there to make moral judgment, he's not there to enforce any laws, he's, you know, none of that. He's just for, you know, handling your loan and that's all he cares about, nothing else. Okay. This is space law, so he's, he doesn't interfere with anything. Alright. <coughs> this is space law. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ask, you know, no name here, he'll tell you all about it. Yes, of course. It's a perfectly valid law, registered in all, all major systems. Okay then, so, you guys are your crew, you have a little bit of uh, cash left over from your loan from buying the ship, so you can do some trading, and you also have your first, you know, assignment slash work, which is, let me just take a look at my notes, taking 50 tons of cargo to, to Purgarito in 0400, you'll get 50,000 credits for that. So, um, what do you guys want to do first before you depart? Um, I want to do some bookkeeping so that I'm keeping track <laughs> of all of these jobs and destinations. 
So we are being hired to take 50 tons of cargo. Yep. What kind of cargo? Yeah. What and to where? <laughs> the question is, do you want to ask? I mean, or do not? we get the impression that it would be it seems like like out of line to ask? Like... It seems like we'd want to know what's on our ship. Well, you look at it and it says paper clips. Okay. 50 tons of cargo. Paper clips. Are we delivering to general port or a specific uh, in destination? Yeah, where are we delivering it to? Um, to a plant called Pugarito, and there's like one major port that they have for trains. That's where you're delivering it to. Pugarito is what uh, coordinates? 0400. Zero, zero. Zero, four, zero, zero, zero. This is the place that's on fire most of the time, right? No, that's Inferno. Oh, of course. So that's Monterf system. So you've got industry, you've got Inferno, Paradiso, and Pugarito. And they're offering us 50,000, huh? Yep. I don't know, how do you guys feel about this? It seems like a sketchy job right off the start for not a lot of remuneration. What's your character look like? Just so we can establish that. Sort of. yeah. Who, I know what I'm looking Let's at. Let's establish you know, our characters, how they look, how they start discussing this. Okay. Um, Jadian is a pretty typical looking uh, human male. Um, early 30s, sandy, blonde hair, a little bit of scruff. Uh, he's got one of those faces that like you kind of know from everywhere and tends to put people at ease. He's got a relaxed, calm manner of speaking. Um, dresses in your standard spacer fare. Notma is, uh, almost always wears crappy ship jumpsuits that are uh, a little bit disheveled. Uh, off the ship, he wears, if he can possibly get away with his spacesuit. If he can't, he'll wear, always wear his atmospheric filter. Uh, and spends as much time on ship or uh, space station as possible. Does not like natural environments. Uh, physically wise, he's a pretty normal looking guy, except uh, very nondescript. Uh, doesn't usually wear too much or carry too much gear with him. He just looks like sort of a generic, like, second level tech or something like that that you'd find on a random freighter. Mother wears a quarantine suit, which would be a white and blue sort of like white polymer spacesuit that has like, you know, a little backpack on it, medical symbol, which would be what, a blue moon or something, and like a, a space helmet. Uh, underneath, when she's not wearing her cover, Mother looks like a lithe, spindly, seven foot tall, white mirrored robot with no features. Like just human pattern, blank. Uh, reflective face with like lights that light up behind the uh, the head area when she talks. But you know, among people, she has like a little suit on to look like a doctor, like in a quarantine environment. Okay, and all, like, all telescopes and stuff. She has multiple limbs and like parts that open up that don't have seams that stuff will come out of with arms on them. And all suffer is, you know, looks a little bit like Starship Trooper, guys. He's got black shirt, black, you know, pants, big boots, and looks kind of military-ish. Does he look like Rutger fucking Hauer? Yes, of course he looks like <laughs> that. shit. What? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Need to continue the joke. What do we know about Pergarito? Um, 
Let's look. Uh, space communist. <laughs> yes, it's a space communist um, planet, but it actually functions thanks to uh, the use of um, a precog council and a um, we have you, a planning AI. I'll tell you. So yeah, it's like you know, it's a tier three planet, so a little bit backwards in these days. That's why they're importing a lot of. Um, post-tech stuff and what have you to boost up their, you know, everything. Okay. And so. who's who's ordering these paper clips? Um, you just have it, you know, to be delivered there. Uh, who do you, who will be getting those paper clips? Do you think? Command lore, tell me. <laughs> I have the command lore in this game. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, I don't know. I assume since it's a communist planet, some kind of commissar. Sure. Um, the question is whether they are a. This is a perfectly legitimate government shipment, or if it is going to. All right, you've the one ton of paper clips. Uh, there's fifty. One ton of paper clips. L Starfair got got us this assignment, right? Yep. Okay. Let's chat with him a bit. Okay. Al, come on, you gotta you gotta help me out. Come on. Fifty tons of paper clips? I mean, yeah, so you just have paper clips. Says it on there. Think. It uh, seems logical, Captain. <laughs> and we can inspect the cargo? I mean, yes, but you know, make sure that everything adds up so don't take stuff from it. Yeah, absolutely. It seems logical, Captain. On a planet in the middle of an economic crisis and let's say, a resource bootstrapping, they wouldn't want to allocate an entire facility to producing such a meaningless item that could be acquired elsewhere. Well, let's check the cargo, and if it checks out, we'll take it over. Sure. So, people are just, I guess, uh... It makes sense, right? You wouldn't want a paperclip factory when you're trying to, like, build a fucking food factory. Yeah, and I can see, see them having a lot of bureaucracy. Right. 50 tons of last. Yeah. So the cargo's like next to your ship, ready to be loaded whenever you give it a go ahead. And yeah, it does say it's like universal paper clips on the side. Just like in stuck crates or whatever. Okay. So the question isn't just, I'll take out a my bioscanner and start, you know, surgically scanning Star Trek style with a tricorder. Nothing biological. Yeah. So the next question is, that's what we're carrying. So my question to you, boss, is what else are we carrying? Oh yeah, we've, we've got, um... Do we have enough space for these? We've got 150 have, tons of additional storage. Yeah, and then we've also got four tons of storage. <laughs> I mean, you bought this ship from these guys. They know about it. <laughs> <laughs> put it in. Are you, are you, are you talking about smuggler holes? How, how do they know you have a smuggler hole? You kept a receipt. <laughs> <laughs> he like brings up the blueprint where it's like on the side with a paper clip. You put a post-it. It's like, could you please put in some smuggler holes? <laughs> I really want to smuggle. I mean... You want to snuggle hold? Aww. No, it's for theft. Actually, the other kind of ship might be more profitable. So. Uh, I'll pick a crate at random and pop it open. Okay. Well, it looks like paper clips. Uh, I do get in your way and like stop you from doing an idea it myself. Okay. Okay then. You don't know what sort of... Now, now, Captain. You don't know what sort of antibodies are on these items. Okay, um, the roll your technical skill? What technical skills do you have, Devin? For some I'm opening the crate, asshole! I'm just making uh, sure it okay, doesn't get sprayed sure. by venom! 
like in hey, no. Jurassic Park. I do examine those things. Sure. <laughs> oh, you open a crate. It indeed has paper clips. Are they actual paper clips or are they some kind of illusion? Because I can see right <laughs> through. <laughs> no, that's legit. Like if there is projected, <laughs> then. Sorry. No, I was just checking to make sure we're recording. Okay. Okay. So well. If you guys want to start investigating those, start making some rolls to figure this out. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm not, because they're paper clips. And... Yeah, I'm just going to... I'm not going to bite one of the coins. Yeah, I'm not going to start to start digging through them too bad, but I am going to do a little background research into the chain of custody that this item has gone through and just make sure it's coming from legitimate sources heading to legitimate sources. Yeah. I'll just put one in my scanner and just scan for its material composition. Okay, then. So what do I roll? How do I roll this guy? Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so you're trying to check the paper trail. Yeah. So that would be, I guess, Inter Wisdom plus Administer? Yeah. Ooh. And I guess you're checking the compositions or whatever. So it would be, I guess, Wisdom, because that's the perception here, plus... I guess that's the... Oh, thank Christ. No, I would also <laughs> accept no. Yeah, I think it's fix. Alright. Thank Christ it wasn't program. So I roll a d20. 2d6. No, 2d6. 2D6. Plus D20. your modifiers plus... These are yours, Mark. Oh, go ahead. There's plenty to share. It doesn't there. really matter as long as I get two dice. Oh, God, you knocked all of them over. Devil, <laughs> you're a mess. You killed the entire Simpsons morning. Even the pain. Okay, so I rolled and got a nine, no. and my modifiers are zero. Okay. Skill check. What's in? Um, I rolled a five. I rolled a four. I got a five. Oh wait, plus my wisdom. Nothing. <laughs> five. Okay. Um. So yeah, the paper trail, well, it comes from this planet, from some, you know, Universal Paperclip factory, and, you know, didn't go through too many hops, so it's pretty much like, oh, someone ordered it from there, shipment here for anyone to pick up, and Okay, so it all more or less checks out. Yeah, and yeah, you don't see anything weird about them, Devin. They just made a nickel or whatever. Yeah, they look like normal paperclips. Clearly, this ruse is more cunning than we thought. We're gonna have to jettison them out the airlock. <laughs> no exotic contaminants found, Captain, or okay. strange particles or radiation. I'll signal to the loader door just to start loading them on. Okay. People are loading it up for you. So. And I stole that paper clip. What? No, no. <laughs> the count has to be exact. <laughs> You're off by one. You get zero credits over we're taking your shit. Now we're gonna murder you. <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> no! So, I don't know, maybe we should go find, uh, find an expat from this planet if there's any around and see if uh, what kind of stuff is nice, is good there. We'll talk to a captain who's been there recently. That's a good idea. <coughs> well, okay. Who would want to do some research or something? What would be... No! No. <laughs> what would be a good... No, like K-N-O-W. Or I also have connect. That's both sure. good. Does anyone else have connect? Not me. Uh, I've added zero. So do I. So we should work together. <laughs> Giving us hope. Is that a thing? Yeah, roll for hope. <laughs> is that a thing here? I'm pretty sure rolling for hope isn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Why don't you find them and make the connection, and then I'll talk to them once you do. Yeah, all right. Aim a skill check. Uh, if I succeed, the other one gets plus one. a plus one on their roll. So I'm going to roll to aid you. Wait, what is your social? What's your plus modifier? What's your charisma? Plus one. Haha, you have better than me. So I'll roll to try and give you another plus one. I got a seven. Okay. Did I, uh, I got an eight. Okay, so I guess you both succeed. So, um, so that, that so pushes that... him up to like nine or ten. It puts me up to nine. There you go. That's That's cool. Cool. Um, so, as connecting was like, oh, you create an NPC and you can, you know, have a chat with them about stuff. So, creating an NPC, Devin, who did you connect with? I found you a intelligent machine called Smuggler One. That's <laughs> the administrative secretary unit for a building. It's not a robot. It is the building. Okay. We're gonna meet out back. It's like an administrative building for like dealing with I don't know um, permits. And it's from Proctorio. Yeah. Okay. Stata module came from there, and they inst- integrated into here. It's like a VI. What's it called? Smuggler 01. Smuggler 01. Also note, guys, some of you should be taking notes for this game. Yeah, guys, pick up some stuff. Do it. You but, you know, if more people wanted to jump on it, that would be great. I'm powerless. <laughs> I take all the notes when I run games, so I'm just going to take a break this time around. Okay, so... Yeah, you start up a new, a new file. Um, what I'll do is, when we pause or take a break or whatever, I'll just share you on this one and we can edit it together. Okay. That's the plan. We'll also want to pin that to Discord later. Yeah. Yeah. They're seeing, the fans are seeing the magic behind the scenes. <laughs> this is how things go when Peter's not playing a game. Alright, it's an anywhere. Uh, okay, so we'll head up to Smuggler 01. Yeah, so I imagine there's like a back console, like a phone booth or something on the outside of the building or whatever we'll call up. I mean, you just connect through, you know, data side, whatever, you can just call it from the space station you're on. You don't necessarily have to land because, hey, oh, I assume it'd be more secure just to go up to it directly and plug it and talk to it. That way, unless people could intercept. Mm. Either or. I don't know. I'll start a nice set piece for Peter to describe on the fly. <laughs> for them to describe us using his NPC. Oh, they looked at it. <laughs> it's an administrative building. There you go. Yeah, you know, whatever the architecture of this society is, it's a building of it that's an office. Very brutalistic. Okay, yeah, brutalism. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll pull out a data jack and plug in. <coughs> okay. I think I found a resource for us to get into contact with the captain. This <coughs> building should suffice. It's very resourceful of you, Mother. Mother just wants to help. Um, so I'm told you're Smuggler01. Yes, that's who I am. <laughs> I'm Jaden Soon. Um, pleased to meet you. I understand that you came here from Pervorito. Yes. I was hoping if you had some time, we might be able to just chat a bit about home. What you know of it, what's going on there, what people might be looking for. Well, he starts, you know, giving you the rundown of the place that, you know, pretty much what we heard before that, you know, it's a communistic mm-hmm. place and so on. It's what's happening itself. And I guess 
what you're looking for is for information about what type of goods they're importing. What's a hot commodity? Okay. Well, the main hot commodity they're looking for is post-tech parts in general. So that means like, you know, computation equipment or, you know, TL4 tools and, you know, everything that comes with that. And second is biotech because they have a lot of people that have cyber implants there. That's how, like, they help, you know, Run the whole government, make sure that everyone knows what's you know what they're doing and so on. So, so just so we know, not to is there anything over that's hard banned in that area. So mm. we don't we don't even run afoul of any customs agents or anything. Uh, well, you know, don't go to don't stay from like the what is it called docking district one. Don't like you know interfere with the locals or like you know cause trouble in general. Like you know, you mostly don't you know, scan your ships and, you know, other than that, you know, common sense apply, so no maltech, no, by no weapons of mass destruction and shit like that. Okay. Yeah, generally, like, pretty peaceful, so, you know, nothing special you have to worry about. Before we leave this planet, we should also get a feel if there's any kind of, like, surreptitious market on here that we could come back to. Mm, good point. Well, in general, you can start doing some trading and learn from that, I suppose. Um, so, that will involve some rolling and some math and so on. You guys want to pause for that, I suppose? Sure. sure. Ah, yes. <laughs> oh, I love that game. It's the first game I bought on Steam. Okay. Is it Rest? It's Rest of Tear! Yeah, I haven't heard that in so long. We're back. We're, we were recording this entire call. <laughs> okay. As soon as that music starts. <laughs> So, um, we started doing some trading, and Tyler, what did you get? Uh, so we were able to wheel and deal and get a fantastic price on a bunch of cybernetics, um, which have both military and medical applications. Um, so we loaded on three tons of that. Yeah, capitalism, ho! Yeah. Should we load that in our smuggler's compartment? I just, I just, I just want to use it. <laughs> I mean, it could be useful. Putting things in our smuggler's compartment would increase the chance of being revealed that we have a smuggler's compartment. We call that, that, that in some uh, polities is called intent. That's very wise, Mother. Mother knows best. So yeah, the base price is 50,000, but you guys managed to uh, roll your trade and everything and got it down to minus 70%. 15,000 per ton, 3,000 you have a little bit of cash spare, and that's your trade done. Simple. Capitalism ho. So, I guess you guys have everything ready? How much does it cost every time we refuel? 500 credits per jump, I think. Okay, that's not terrible. Yeah. yeah. The thing that will get you is your interest on the loan. 1% per month. That's kind of terrifying. How, how long does it take to jump one system with them? Well, a few days. Depends on how well the pilot is, and what have you, and how fast your ship is, and so on and so on. But, we'll see how it goes. So, if that's everything you want from Roma Secunda and what have you, then I guess we can depart. Yeah. Okay then. Let's start figuring out how long it takes you to do the journey. 
So, um, let's see, starships. So, first mm. of all, you're in the gravity well of the star on heavy. You have to go to the edge of the system, which is the intra-system trouble, which is in spike drills. It's a different. So, the base, the base time is 48 hours to get from your region to the edge of space so you can jump. You can try cutting it in half by doing a um, piloting roll. I think that's like in plus dex plus pilot navigate, one of those. If you succeed, you cut it down to half. If you fail, it's double the time. What's the difficulty? Um, I think that's a normal seven. Probably something like a seven. That is a skill check, so. Yeah, it is. They don't call us reckless for nothing. Um, let's see. It was. Please. Um. Sorry. That's a pilot check at difficulty nine. It says in the interest in trouble on page 111. What's your bonus? Nothing. That's not worth doing. No, it's not. Okay. That does not work out. <clears throat> Okay, so we'll take the 48. 48, so that's two days, and you're at the edge of the system. It's also good to take note of how much time is passing. Oh, uh, yeah. So we shall be out January 1st, 3200, and now it's two days later. 2000 what? 3200. 3200. January 1st, for easy calculations. The months are four weeks because fuck you know all the little things. <laughs> yeah. So now uh, with the third of January you are at the edge of the system. Um time to make the spike drill. So since you guys are um not your spike drill drive is level one, so you can only jump to one system over. So, uh, let's see for the difficulties. So, base difficulty for Spike Bill is 7. You have the base rotor, which doesn't get you any bonuses or penalties. Um, you don't get penalties for traveling more than 2 hexes. And you're not rushing the jump, which will have another difficulty, because you have like half an hour to spool up rather than being in combat. Now, do you want to trim the course, which increases your spike, effective spike um, level by one, will add to the difficulty. What's, his, what's the base TN? Seven. And your bonus? I auto-succeeded anyone that's a difficulty ten or less. Exactly. Oh yeah, then you definitely want to improve yep. it. Yeah. <clears throat> so you are trimming the course. Um, let's see, what is the base travel time? Let me double check that. Oh man, good to be back in back in space again. Take off this damn thing. Hey, why do you wear that all the time? <laughs> you know how much how many bacteria and stuff is on every planet we come to. You don't. It's gross. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I know. I know it's a big number. Though. <laughs> really big, like. Okay, so the basic transit time between two systems is 
six days per hex traveled and divide that by your drill rating. So your effective drill rating is two, so it's three days in metaspace. So, do you have anything special for making the thing? You will have some routine, Mr. Captain, sir? <laughs> um, How does it look? Uh, no, I'm just really, really good at it. I just sit down and like fingers fly across the dashboard. Once in a while, things in. when there's like a question you pop to you, have like a magic eight ball or a dartboard you throw things <laughs> at. Yeah. And uh, plot the spike jump and engage. Okay. So, everybody has three days of, you know, keeping your shit running. What do you guys do in the meantime? One by one, hello, long journey. <laughs> it's a long journey. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I just research in my mind. Usually, sometimes I'll come out and give you guys physicals. You know how you're supposed to get a physical like once every, I think, year or two after you're 50? Yeah. It's like every week. <laughs> I'm constantly checking you guys for things. Like, I'm, I'm touching them a lot. Oh, mother. The kind of like base, like, like boring, kind of substandard, like, uh, entertainment and food available aboard this generic freighter is like. Yeah, Nama is just like absolutely happy with it. Like, just there's no, there's you know, he's he's going around repairing stuff. He's got a spring in his step and all that sort of thing. I gotta hang out in the cabin, or the cockpit, read a book, watch the stars go by. Yep, things are whizzing by. Okay, you know, stay close by in case any alarms go off or anything like that. I mean, you know, pretty new ship. You are pretty confident about your, you know, navigation here, so it's more like, uh, pretty much like, oh, eight hours of like course correcting, and then you know, you someone else takes over and so on, so on, like yeah. rotates and shifts. But when they do, I like watch them. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a backseat driver. Yeah, and all suffer is you know doing what anyone that has you know, like enough experience, he gets drunk. <laughs> Just like, eh, this will, you know, take a while. Pass out in his cabin. Okay, you, you know, three days later, you guys emerge in 0301 in Swadi system. So, um, like, yeah, usually people don't travel there much. It's like one of the planets there is like inhabited by some weird aliens. Uh, once, like, Weird geometrical stuff there. But you get hailed. There's a ship around. A mother. Uh, what's the class of your ship? Is that a free, free trader? trader? Yeah. Another free trader hailing you guys. Uh, you guys respond or something? On screen. Not me. <laughs> so, this is the PRS Mew Mew. And we're offering like refuel if you guys want. They're like in the same sector of the space as you. So I guess from what you gather, it's like you know somewhat of a popular trade lane. So there's camping there for people that need refuel. Just check something. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
What were you saying about getting those anti-border countermeasures? <laughs> <laughs> um, what, it's on are, my mother's day list. Are they like the only option? I mean, if you want to go into the gravity well, this uh, land of the planet, refuel, come back, and so on, it'll take you longer. Other than, I mean, we're, give, given that the, the rate we're running, basically the question is, the question is, is, is it more economical to just buy from them? That's not the question I'm asking. <laughs> also, are they? Can pirates? we can we scan them? Do we have some ship scans? Are there some mechanics for this? Tell <coughs> me what are you using on your magical ship that you tailor made for yourself? I thought that scanners came with every kind of ship. Sensors in detection. Page uh, 112. So apparently this is in Star Trek. We just don't have scanners. We can get a lock on. Wait, we, we, we seem to have short-range scanners. Hull type, weaponry, damage, ID codes. So, like, are they broadcasting? Oh, and a comms officer can interrogate the scan, asking a question for rolling int slash program against difficulty 8. Who took a program? Nobody has programming. We don't know how to use a computer. That's crazy. Neither of you took programming? Nope. I mean, I only have so many skills. I have two <laughs> skills to pick. And I also asked if any, we needed anything. You guys are useless. <laughs> like eventually, I, I probably will get it. Uh, no, we're gonna pass. We're just gonna go into the gravity well. We're gonna say thanks, but we've got business to do with the planet. So, okay then. So, which planet do you go to? Which is the least creepy? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me double check my notes. I guess you can pause. Sure. We're back. Okay. So, uh, Toei is a backwater plant that's harvesting a crocoite mineral that's useful, but very um, invasive. It, like, if it's not handled well, it tends to like spread out and just kill biological life forms and, you know, just take over. And Tessellation is... Um, a world done by aliens that's like crystalline and they're rather unnerving. You know, they don't really like people that much. But Is that um, 0305? 0301. 0301 toy? Where there are robots so, taboo treasure? Yep. Okay, sorry. Continue. I was just yep. making sure I was on the right page. Yep. Um, and yeah, they're run by psychers. So that's a thing there. So, which one of those two you think is better than PRS Mew Mew? Um, I'm personally not a big fan of the killer space rocks. I say we robots. go we go to the weird aliens. Yeah, I mean, the, ro the robots on that planet are golems. Mm, okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah. So I say we go to the weird aliens. We just pull up, dock their space station, get some fuel, head out. Doesn't have to be more complicated than that. Sounds good to me. Okay then. So you're flying in to, your, to the system. That takes you another two days to move from the edge of the system to the gravity well of the planet. And yeah, 
Delcon Tessellation, which is a very like mineral rich plant, very geometrical. Like everything's like sort of made out of like hexagons that just seem to be uh, like you know crystalline slash you know something very unnatural in comparison to all the other plants it seems like even the natural geology is all that geometrical. And you land in one of the hexes that's like you know a spaceport. And yeah, I guess you don't take too long until the guy just do your refueling. So that's 500 credits for your fuel. And yeah, um, I haven't really written up this plant, so if you guys want something here, then you have to give me some time or we'll just move on. We can just move on. Okay. You don't dilly dally. No, we're like, we're not even disembarking at the station. We're literally like just pulling up, sure. getting fuel and going. So, another two days in the interplanetary space, and you reach the edge. And now you can make another drill for yourself. So, I guess that will be taking uh, three days. To yeah, same go. routine as before. Yeah, to go to zero three hundred space. So much no travel, no taking. So exciting, riveting. <laughs> okay, so how long is the spike jump? Another three days. Another three days. How big is that loan again? 1.9 million credits. And the percentage rating is one per month? Yep. Yeah, it's pretty daunting. Okay. Unless someone wants to do some role play in the meantime, you guys alright? Mushami. System 0300. You know, you get a lot of space on this ship. They're kind of underutilizing it. There's a couple of chemical processes we might want to start doing that, uh, for some low-quality trade goods, if you know what I mean. You want to start a meth lab in the cargo hall? I mean, I don't want to start a meth lab, but I mean, I, I just think getting medicine, certain medicines out to uh, certain things would be... A smart move, given the amount of uh, our kind of low starting Fabrication cap. and distribution of such substances would be a violation of the Hippocratic Oath. Are there any that have legitimate medical purposes? No, none. All of them are bad for you, and all of them will stunt your growth and shrink your penis. No, I meant like li things that are just a little bit... There's nothing, no, no, no type 2 that's illegal in most you places. You won't get into or... a good school. I mean, the problem is we hit a problem with distribution as well. I was primarily thinking of things like stills and stuff like that and, and very basic stuff, but... I mean... I don't, know, I don't know if we'd be brewing alcohol on the scale of which it would be profitable, considering we'd still have to buy raw ingredients. Yeah, true. Although, you know, I, I appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit. Okay, 
And with that, you're in the system. So, the Mushami system, it's home to Halvey and Shilos. Let me take a look at my notes. What are they? So, Halvey is an oceanic radioactive world. It's like pretty much just inhabited by scavengers that just try to pick apart what's left of the previous civilization there. And Shilos is a backwater planet, but it really likes spacers because, you know, a lot of feeling nations, lots of wars, and they like those TL4 guns that you guys bring around. So, they're the best bet to go and refuel. Ah, Shilos here. Oh, you can build navigation routes into this? Hmm? You can make navigation routes on this now. Hmm. I guess it's to make it more like Traveler, I suppose. Neat. Neat. I just saw that you could click on the planets and get information about them. <laughs> you didn't know that? I did not. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> yeah, they're a friendly foe and tyranny. For obvious reasons. But... We wanted to do stuff with Shilos. Yep. Okay, Shilos? Alright, let's get Halvey. Yeah. Alright, why are they a friendly foe? Can we can we get some info on these guys again? Oh yeah. There we've got a bunch of feeding nations. They're at war. And again, they like spacers because spacers bring stuff they cannot you know, produce themselves because they are TL2. So, you know, if you come in as a trader, they'll spoil you and, you know, give you everything, especially if, you know, you bring them weapons or what have you. So they like you, but they're still a tyrannical government, so. Yeah, this is where we're dumping our three tons of cybernetics. Oh, excellent suggestion. Um. Let's uh, hail Shilos. Perhaps we, perhaps, Captain, we might be able to increase the value of our product if we were able to provide a demonstration. I don't know what kind of demonstration were you thinking. Oh, we simply find volunteers and apply the product to them as a test. Then we'd be basically giving away product. You give away some of your product in exchange for a higher take on the next on the next sale. It's not like you won't be able to find any veterans or uh, uh, missing limbs down there. They're planet of world. Veterans? State. Are you suggesting we find a politically motivated uh, volunteer? Yeah, I mean, you could probably find a couple of warlords who are, who are uh, warlords? missing a limb. What about heroes? Yeah, sure, yeah, that, that'll work too. I think we really only need to find the one. Or perhaps a decorated soldier that is no longer useful. Demonstrate value by bringing it back into operation. It, not in the dehumanizing sense, in the gender neutral <clears throat> sense, because we don't know them. Do we have uh, any files on the, the, the. I guess we could just also just head down there and take a look. Any files on the. On the planet in question, like the key leaders or. Yeah, can we connect? 
Why don't we both try to connect to see what contacts we got here? Sure. It's like, oh look, there's this warlord of this that like, is missing an eye. Or is instantly having to connect to target a perk? No, it's... Uh, I think we have to well, spend time here. There, there are foci that lets you make connections when you listen to that. But like, we've connected sometimes with Felix. Hey, yeah, you know a guy, but you owe them money. They're here to collect. <laughs> Why don't we see if we can find some viable buyers that we can raise the prices on? Well, we are a little in the red, so I'm going yeah. to take some chances. We are in the unique situation where we have the means to give a full demonstration of this product that other traders would not. Because I'm a cyber doctor. Let's do it. Alright, uh, you do connect, I'll do connect. We'll both hit up and see who we can find on this planet. So who's aiding whom? I think we'll do it independently of each other. Okay. Because yeah. I think that's the better option, because then we get double the chance of succeeding instead of... And all two chances of failing. All accompany the guy who has no combat skills because mm. also he's the captain. Okay. Yeah, but you're a robot with a bow, so my character would. A bow that shoots missiles. So. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'll leave established. Seven, and then what do I roll on connect? Uh, I'm gonna use my expert thing to re-roll it. <laughs> you sure you want to roll that, Devin? Uh, wait a minute. I'm an expert. I'll re-roll it. <laughs> okay. Five. Five. I'm gonna connect. keep the seven. Okay. I am an expert. Oh, you are an expert. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Five and five. Yeah. Five and five. If this was heal, I get three to six drop the lowest. Oh. Okay then. Um, I guess pause up and I'll figure out what consequences are of you guys rolling fives. I rolled seven. Well, of Tyler rolling a five. God damn it, Tyler. <laughs> okay, we're back. <coughs> okay then. So... You guys go to Shiloh. That takes you another two days to get into the gravitation well, and you land on the planet. There are a couple ports, like you pick the port of Moha, is uh, the main trade hub of the Nord the North Sultanate. And yeah, it's like like many ports in here. It's um, like. An old spaceport, and they have like a Kowloon-esque city mm. built around it, of like old like shipping containers, and have you, and you know, it's a little, you know, dingy, rusty, old have you, you know, not a pleasant place to live and be, and have you, but well, you've seen the worse. So, you land, you do a docking, they like you know, since you're very far away here to trade. They don't even try to refuel. They want you guys to be around. <laughs> yep. As we walk out, I stab you in the back with a needle. And you. <laughs> now, now. We must be careful. There could be tetanus spores around. <laughs> you, know, you know my character leaves the ship in a, in a spacesuit, right? Roll! Attack! Just kidding. Before you put it on. Like you're in the shower, or you're sleeping, or you're eating, or you're on the toilet. <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> Yeah, wherever. But mostly those places. Alright, well let's put your plan into action. Are you going for your contact? Yep. Very well, I'm going to go speak to mine. See what we can find to compare results. Sounds good. Okay. So, who would like to go first? Why don't I go first? That way you two can bounce off each other. Sure. 
Because else you'll, you'll do a bunch of stuff, then it'll be me, then it'll kind of just kind of wash out, and then it'll come back to us. <coughs> I'll do mine first, so you guys can stay fresh when we switch. Okay. okay, so Soldier Roll 1 is my contact on this planet. He is a VI, he's a mercenary, and yeah, we know each other. I'm a medic, I can fix him, because <laughs> I, I'm a medic for both uh, machines and people, because of my angel morph. Okay, so I guess he's like working the spaceport, you know, one of the few places that has like high level techs and whatever. So, hello mother. Hello soldier. What brings you here? I am part of a crew of far traders that are looking to turn a profit. I see. They're helping subsidize my research and my errands of mercy. <laughs> well, it's good to have you here. Everyone likes a free trader here. Yes. I was wondering, we have some product we're looking to sell to local polities in the need and with credit. Unfortunately, uh, we haven't been able to find a good um, presentation to show off <coughs> the use of our product. I was hoping you could assist, you being a veteran. What product are you selling? We have high-grade medical prosthetics and mechanical augmentations for poor, crippled veterans, wounded soldiers, and of course, people born with uh, differently abled conditions. Hmm. I'm looking for a... They are, of course, rugged and durable for planets as vibrant and alive as this one. Are you looking for human individuals, or are you looking for robot individuals? I was hoping to find a local biological soldier, perhaps a veteran, war hero, charismatic figure, someone who has been missed from the, from the line of duty. Well, there are certainly plenty of them around. Could you please find me, for a cut, uh, one of these individuals to reach out to so we may show off our product to them? Certainly. Yeah. You know, I'll tie them. Okay. So we're rolling around. Sure. I uh, know an old soldier used to hang out around here. I wonder if he's still kicking around his local watering hole. Might uh, might be able to help us out. Oh, well, sure. Uh, just about everyone's armed around here. Yeah, you have. You see that you know the soldiers from the government here. Yeah, pretty much heavily armed or whatever. But your father, they don't really mind you. Don't worry, I'm, I'm a free trader. They love me here. <coughs> I mean, yeah, you fill out your paperwork and, like, you know, you declare, like, what you're training, like, oh, here, have some gold passes, because hmm. there's like, military stuff. You like those. Yeah, you know how it is. I'm just sort of used to a weapon going off on a ship usually being really bad. Just makes me a little nervous. Well, hopefully we'll get through this without any weapons going off. <coughs> so we'll go into his bar. Sure. Describe the bar. <laughs> it's your contact, after all. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a dingy, run-of-the-mill kind of place. You said a lot of these places were built out of shipping containers, so it's yeah. like a large shipping container that's been redone into a saloon. Dun, 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 
Well, good thing it didn't bring the draw it. Just kidding. So, in this dingy bar, what do we find? Uh, I see Weston Ryan, who is uh, an old soldier from this planet, and who I know from back in the day. Yeah, he's there. Weston, how are you oh. doing? He just like, you know, looks up at you from his drink, yeah, looks you over, sees like, you know, your old golden patch from the, you know, being a far trader here, like, we didn't expect to see you here. Well, I'm full of surprises. Hmm, I see. But uh, I come bearing opportunity. Oh, really? You remember how you uh, lost that arm? I do remember it quite well. Yeah. How would you like a new one? Hmm. See, we have got some uh, top-of-the-line cybernetic limbs, all combat-rated. Uh, we're looking to uh, sell them here, but we were thinking we might do a little bit of a demonstration first. And for that demonstration, we need a volunteer. And I was thinking that volunteer could be you. A little fancy over here, giving out his free product. Or are you here to tie up some loose ends? I can't think of any loose ends I have that need tying up. Hopefully not. He looks you dead in the eye with his... <laughs> Look, buddy, I'm doing you a favor. Hmm. Alright. Let's see it. I have nothing to lose. Not anymore. Maybe another arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll take him to the ship. Right. Fancy ship now. Is this yours? It is. And how many years did you bust your ass for something like this? Well, I'm in the process of busting my ass for this. But uh, it's been a work in progress. My man. So, show me your product. What do you have? I'll show him an arm. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy things. We'll have to wait for the uh, ship's doctor to get back. <coughs> and of course, we'll have to arrange like a, a demonstration. Oh, fine, fine. What, out in the docks? Or... I was hoping more in front of some discreet buyers. Hmm, they probably can be arranged. Would you know of anyone who's currently looking to um, upgrade their arsenal? I think I can think of a few people. So he'll help you around with the, that. Okay. So, um... We're gonna do some more trading rolls so we can figure out how much you're talking this over. You're actually selling this because maybe the price won't be all, all that great in the end. Like cybernetics, but someone just brought in 50, 50 tons of them two weeks ago. Cool tapper. God damn it. Yeah. So it's 2d6. Okay. Further on, let's pause because that's a lot of math and. Let's pause and do the math! And we're back! So, after all that math, what do we figure out? What's going on trade-wise, at least? Um, they had a large collection of porcelain kettles that caught our eye, and we thought we would take 150 tons of them. <laughs> they were selling cheap, guys, like 40% off. Kettles are teapots. 
I don't care. Assault it. <laughs> I'm not a connoisseur. Imagine it's like a, a bunch ceramic of kettle isn't a great way to boil water. A ceramic teapot is cute. Okay. It's like saying we got paper ovens. <laughs> Fucking love paper ovens. Huh. And yeah, you do your demonstration on the pool grizzled vat, Weston. Yep. You know. You won't even make me roll. Destroy Fine, you want to roll? Roll it. 3d6, drop the lowest, because I'm a living god. Snake eyes! Ooh. <laughs> uh, 10. Uh, what the fuck? I'm assuming this is int. Yes, I guess. And 12. Perfect. You cut off his little stump and you put the thing on, and yeah, it's very functional and it looks really. You may impressive. feel some slight discomfort, then you will feel some immense pain. <laughs> so, yeah, you've impressed some you know, buyers here that you know, will buy up your stock and they pay a pretty penny. Did, did we actually make a pretty good profit on that? Yeah. You like, you know. Bought those cybernetics at 19,000 a pop, sold it for 90, so uh, bought it for 15, sold it for 90. So, yeah, it's like times, couple times over, like six times more expensive. So, yes, you did sell, you know, sell them quite well. I guess the government officials, slash whatever. So, <laughs> helping fuel, you know, the wars here, but that's fine. Um, it takes you guys probably like a day or two to get this all going. They're pretty efficient at it. Meanwhile, we were housing some really like you know high-end places, but hey, far traders. So, how we want to spoil ourselves slash get high slash do anything else here, guys? Oh man, do they have a library here? Why would they have a library? Do they have a University of Medicine? Not around here. It's more of a trading things. Alright, I'll help their library and any local uh, schools of medicine they have and just uh, treat myself to a bunch of seminars on, uh, you know, science. Well, I'm, I'm a creature of science. I've done science for many years. Well, you see, the, well, I guess they teach at the way lower level than what you're used to. It's more like, you know, practical field medicine. Hey, how how to sell some bones and what have you? Sure. Yeah. You know, you're free to even go wherever. They, you know. they got libraries, so I'll like yeah, yeah. use my computer systems to like copy their libraries. Yeah, the libraries with books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I got tech with me, so I'll just sit down, and just bzz, 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 scan it. Yeah, it's mostly like you know stuff they got from elsewhere, not a lot of stuff they're producing, and yeah. Also, so, you know, for you, it's not that useful. Yeah, it's still useful to have. For for reference, in my in, on the ship, we have five storage units. One storage unit is an entire like triple A corporation's server infrastructure. <laughs> so it has storage. So you fill a CD-ROM worth of data. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got space for the sum total of knowledge we'll find on our travels. But that's how I treat myself. I just, I just, I gather up all the cultural knowledge and books that they have here, and so books. Not my character's thing because part doesn't read whatever local language isn't isn't an AI. 
Boo's food doesn't like that because the character only eats food stuff, but he will get himself a really stupid looking military uniform because he knows those are going to be a big thing on a, T a TL thing. <laughs> it's basically just costuming crap. Yeah. Uh, ship's still pretty new, so I'll just spend a lot of time getting to know it, taking parts apart, putting them back. It's also a more of a, of a, like a rough and tumble area, so I'll practice shooting cans <laughs> and like, doing the thing where I like take out my pistols, spin it, aim yeah. it, fire. Yeah. For reference, the language you use Malay and Thai combination. Where did we get the paper clips from? What was the planet called? We got it from uh, Roma Secunda. Oh, fuck, how do I spell that? <laughs> uh, it's in the notes. R O M A S S E C N D A. Okay, and what's this planet called? This is Shilos. S H E L O S. There's a whole document. No, wait, I got it. Planets. I found it, guys. Yes. So whenever we go to these planets, there's a thing you can buy for like five credits, and they're local planetary antibiotics. Whenever we hit a planet, I just drop 50 credits and buy 10 doses of it for the next time we come back. Sure. That way, when we come back, I can inoculate you guys ahead of time. You I know, if we could figure out how to make all of those and just have them on... They're planet-specific. No, but I know, but you could, if you keep, keep keeping them around, you've started duplicating them, having a repository that contains every one. A plague, it sounds like, if you just started combining them all together. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I don't mean like... I'm like a big in Oh boy, I'm doing science! I'm not saying I <laughs> should do this, I'm saying our wonderful, wonderful uh, doctor AI who knows about all the medicine and such. Dear doctor, today... <laughs> I made bioweapons. We specifically promised that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> I mean genocide. Damn you, damn you, Rick Berman, you piece of shit. Alright, so we blasted out of here. I think so let's say that took you like two days of the trading. And everything and yeah. So the space. Two days to trade. That sounds terribly inefficient. Eh. It takes time. Plus, you know, enjoying yourself. We're not enjoying ourselves, then. <laughs> Some people might. They get left behind. <laughs> You'd leave your mother behind? <laughs> I I'm a lot less concerned now that we made that much profit on a single... Yeah, we rolled really well on that. I don't think we can count on that to happen every time. Yeah. Still, it was a good strategy. Like, did our roleplay... Like, did our, like, roleplay stuff of finding the guy actually help the pricing? Yeah. <laughs> You need to uh, sell it, right? Yeah, I think it would be like, you know, you can't sell each other now because you, you rolled okay, Devon, he rolled kind of badly. God damn it! <laughs> we didn't even use my guy! I mean, he was there, probably helping you and so on and so on. Next time, one person rolls, so we stick with it. God damn it! Next time. And Devon doesn't name things because he will name it basic something number zero one. Always. I'm told we could double up. Well, I, I, I do know a one a <coughs> robot who will buy it named zero zero one zero zero one 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 zero one. Or we could go to his brother, zero 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 one one zero. This bit is old. Yes. <laughs> so it takes us two days to fly out of the gravity well? Yep. 
And then, well, it's time for some more drilling. I'm so happy that you have the don't have to roll for this. See, that makes it less interesting. Because wacky and zany adventures could happen in the meantime. But if we but have profits. Yeah, but if we have <laughs> wacky zany adventures, we'll end up owing <coughs> multiple millions of dollars to the space mafia. They're not space mafia, they're space fascists. There's a difference. Okay, um... So, that's another three days in middle-dimensional space. Yeah. Nothing's happening unless you guys want something to happen. It's pretty boring in here. Space. Okay, and... We invent space shanties. Yar, har, fiddle Okay. So. You guys drill to 0400, the monitor system. Okay, it is the system that has Inferno, Paradiso, and Purgatorio. One of those is where you're going. Uh, let me look at this stuff. What else would you want to check visiting one of the other planets while we're here? I mean, I'm not if you don't. against it. <coughs> Isn't the other one a radioactive wasteland? Oh, yeah. Well, we have three, though, to choose from. I'm not sure if I have anything on board to help counteract the effects of genetically degrading radiation. At least I think those not come in a suppository. Yeah. Well, no, um, the previous part, you, you passed by the oceanic world. That was radioactive. So on. Yeah, I thought we were just talking about dropping by a planet before we leave the system, like when we didn't go to. No, no. but now you're in Monterf system. Oh god. Where I'm so behind. <laughs> when, we've, uh, we've, we've visited like eight systems in the first session, and in our game, when we did Black Star, we only visited like one, alright? Well, I'm sorry that, you know, I had, you know, higher dry, you know, drill space on my view. Oh my god. So we're in Mark Marcuskin? Marcuskin? Monterf, 0400. Verbersherv. Yeah, yeah, zero 04. Okay, so you okay. have Inferno, which is a health of a planet that's periodically scorched by the sun. And Ooh. you have Paradiso, which is you, uh, you have your Purgatorio, which is your communist planet. And you have a Paradiso, which is a dystopian utopia, where you have a lot of um, people there being constantly like, Happiness drugs, um, like pres uh, happiness lobotomies and what have you. But yeah, I'm sure happiness drugs. Four plus tech level. What's their specialization? Um, medical. Bet you it's pharmacology. Life extending spice azure. Huh? Isn't Roman Secunda wanting bio? I mean. Who's going to say no to life extended spice? They're selling Maltech and medical, not biotech. Oh, they're selling Maltech. Yes. Because this is Paradisio? Yes, this is Paradisio. Have you seen the profile? Have you seen the dossier for this system? I have. Well, I'll, I'll like, bring it up on the screen, like, you know, tabbing and zooming on Paradisio. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the profile for this planet? Is there something that you're getting at? They're operating at a much higher standard of living than we're accustomed to in this system of space. 
the very brief information I was able to glean from the public internet seems to point towards them having life-extending technology, leonization uh, processes, Lazarus tech. Lazarus was a paleo-terran uh, fable about a man who came back from the dead. What, are you suggesting we do something about it? Surely you can see the benefits of life-extending technology. You, of course, rapidly losing your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also a forbidden substance in most spaces of the galaxy. We won't go to most spaces of the galaxy to offload it. I mean, I don't know why you're dancing around with this. Like, there's a there's a section of the ship marked Smuggler Hole. You're not in there so that you're storing storing. Even if tea we only, even if we only picked up a small supply of it, we could also take some for the crew. See, like the bigger Maltic part of this Maltic planet is. Um, Maltic is generally a few things. Yeah, there, there's a list of much. actual things. Don't make tools of humankind, which they do by, hey, let's, you know, geld your brain. Happiness lobotomies. Yeah, happiness lobotomies and so on, and turning into, like, you know, those, you know, coal mines here. There's, don't create unbreaked mines, which is unbreaked AI, which will kill you. Yeah, no, no unshackled AI, I think, is a pretty, pretty solid. Let's not trade, tra tra uh, trade. Even when AIs are shackled, they can still get smart enough that they can teleport their system you've locked down physically away. And then they're loose. Yeah, it's pretty much... <laughs> it's a problem! Like, if, yeah, They if, get smart enough to think their way out of space. I mean, yeah. Like, even think about, like, if you find an AI core that's, you know, malicious towards you, it's really hard to contain it. Yeah, like, just the core, it'll eventually think its way out of you. Yeah. Even if you don't plug it into anything, it'll, 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 it'll count itself down to your death. Yeah, and the uh, third method is to create uh, weapons of <coughs> planetary destruction. Because so planets you, are rare. Yeah, so you want to like have a you know planet crackers that's Maltec. So they mostly deal with the first kind of making you know mind slaves and what have you. But even like the, the that that sort of thing would also probably go pretty well on a military planet if you wanted to sell it. I'm not a big fan of that stuff though. Planets with Rigid standards of living such as this usually are in want of exotic pleasures they can't get in this world, on their world. <clears throat> Planets like Paradisia are usually heavily regulated and controlled, and control breeds markets. So what are you suggesting that we market to them? We would have to investigate the planet further. I'm not the trader here, unfortunately. But yeah. I know the pattern with these types of societies, having come from one myself. Well, I'm down to do a little reconnaissance when we get there. At the very least, we could grab at least a ton of this material for personal use. This would extend my operating lifespan, keeping the crew alive by hundreds of years. Yeah, but then we're traveling around with a ton of Maltec in our cargo bay, and if we ever get raided and it gets found, that's a problem for us. We didn't need to keep the entire time, just enough to forward the crew. So, uh, Captain, did you just remind me, uh, over on the keel plate there, what does it say, uh, for, remind me of the name First of the ship? First of all, it's not, it's not, oh, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to point out the part that's labeled Smuggler's Bay. Because you keep saying that, and it's not labeled. <laughs> I specifically went over that with Whiteout. <laughs> Fucking glitter uh, gel pens. But we should probably I'm willing, I'm willing to gamble to make a profit, but this seat just seems to be adopting risk for the sake of risk. Why don't we just check out the planet after we're done? Sure. Get our job done and see if there's if there's nothing good on the planet that that'll make us a ton of money. Then well, we'll look into it. I'll bet you that planet I think always has refugees too. The one with all the fire and the burning. Yeah. We'll keep our options open. At the very least, we don't have to sell to them. We only need to buy from them. They have a surplus of something we and much of the rest of the system wants. I don't know. Most of the post-tech areas we traded at, uh, I mean, not that I've ever been off Spaceland, uh, but they have uh, don't really offer that much unless there's a particular thing they want. But, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get lucky we're in system. Any one of the leaders of government we sold off that cybernetics, those cybernetic systems to would pay ten times that much for one unit of what they are selling. Oh yeah. Problem is we can't get it. But it's an iffy thing anyway. We should probably just sell our stuff. Let's go drop these paper clips off. See what <laughs> that's all about. Okay. Um, as you're also taking in the system, you know that there's a distress signal coming from the asteroid belt. Some ship is in trouble. Up to you to respond. The universal law of space says always ignore distress signals. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll we'll scan the area. What's what is it? What's in distress? Okay, well, time for some scanning. I think that's some roles involved. Um, let's look at this. Let's see what this does. See, this session is all about figuring stuff out. And we think so. I think that's page 112-ish. And you guys can look. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who wants to roll scan, but it. But I don't because none of us. Does this anyone is have int? I least. do. Okay. I'm the thinker, <laughs> and you're the expert, so you can potentially re-roll it. Yeah. Isn't that one per session? Was... Wait, was this? What are the scanners? Programming? programming? I think it's program. I don't have program. Yeah, yeah. no one is program. No one program. But you at least have int. <laughs> Alright. So what's the penalty for rolling without int? Or without program? Minus one. Alright, I'm breaking even, so I will uh, use up my scene power. Here we go. First roll, a four. Oh. Second roll, an eight. Okay. Let's see. This is the stress signal, right? Yeah. Analyzing signal, Captain. Let's see what we can Rolls get two. out of it. It's clearly a black hole. Because <laughs> they're like death to the flesh. Different roles for finding things. <clears throat> the thing is, there's no good reason for a ship to be in an asteroid field unless they're hiding. What if they're mining? Perhaps that all Starfarer that's been there the whole time. I mean, every <laughs> terrible adventures uh, adventure series I've read is always that 
has involved someone else immediately saying, yeah, but what are they hiding from? Then immediately followed by something really bad happening, like pirates attacking. But that would be a little cliche. Perhaps there might be resources of value on board. The ship itself, if it's still functional. Okay. So you run the scan, scan up hard because it's like interfering with the well, asteroid boat. You uh, find some signal of a uh, what's the ship's problem of a shuttle type ship that's lost there. He's just meeting, you know, just an SOS, you know, in need of help. You know, doesn't seem to have anything like, you know, weapons wise on it and what have you. Can we hail him? No. Well, you, you try to, but, you know, no response. Just an SOS signal. Okay. Like, Take us in. I say to myself. What did we as I pilot find? In. <laughs> it's... it's a shuttle that's not responding to hails. Yep. I'll go to the medical bay and prepare. Okay then. So that will take you two more days to you know, move. Whoa, this takes us time. Yes. Like in space, you have sectors which are like yeah. around something, and move moving between sectors takes you two days. And then you know, moving sectors way faster. Okay. Let's just take some notes. Okay. So you fly in, you know, the the six is all just going the whole time. Maybe nothing's changing, it's some sort of automated signal. Then you arrive out the asteroid belt, just asteroid belt, what what do you want there? <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> we stay at the edge and tractor it out. It seems to be lodged in an asteroid. I think so. Lodged it's, in an asteroid? Well, lodged itself into an asteroid. So. Alright. Okay, I guess. Do We don't have a shuttle, do we? No. Uh, this is so clearly a trap. As you say that. <laughs> yeah, some ship comes at you from behind. It's been like attached to another asteroid and time for some space combat. The ship's attached to an asteroid? No, like... You oh, it's docked on it. Yeah, it was like, you know, docked running, you know, coal and what have you. So it's like, you know... Do we have those border countermeasures? No, but we do have emergency thruster boosts. Which we are using to jet out of here. Okay, let's figure out how space combat works and everybody get to your stations, I guess. So, should we pause? Sure, let's pause. We're back! Okay, so after 10-15 minutes of deliberation of what can be done and so on and so on, what's your plan of action, guys? So, originally, the plan was that... Uh, we were going to try to escape and maybe harass them with fire, and we realized with the ship systems, we are all really fucking awful at this, and we cannot do multiple things at once. We ran the probabilities. To escape, we'd have to do three successful rolls in a roll to escape combat and do nothing else get shot. But if we try to shoot them, because of how captains and gunnery works, we can shoot them six times in those three rounds, and we only hit them once because we bought a stupidly big gun for the ship. 
And it'll fucking kill these guys. Okay then. So, let's go to actions. First, you get ambushed, so they get a first uh, first Ooh. turn. You're gonna have to shoot them. Yeah. Who's got the higher end well, modifier? Hippocratic Oath forbids me from doing any harm to um, a living creature. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the ship is full of robots. Um, I can fire too. I've got a decent deck, so at least. Oh, okay. No, you can do it. You're both <laughs> firing. No, no, one of us is firing twice. Right. Technically six times. One person... Okay. And, like, we talked about this as we were flying, too, in character. I'm like, oh, no, wait, I can't. Hippocratic Oath. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hippocratic I have a bow! <laughs> that shoots missiles. <laughs> shoots arrows, and you know it. Uh, let's... Okay, where is your ship? There is your ship. So, your AC is 14, Sorry. armor is 2. I really take issue with the idea that we were ambushed. Well, okay, look, look, just don't <laughs> It's like going to a haunted house, which I did last week. Even though you know they're going to come running at you, screaming from every direction, it's still yeah. spooky. Okay, okay. I mean, you know, you probably thought, oh yeah, the ship, you know, will say SOS, and then... By the way, listeners, okay, okay. if you're in Vancouver and it's still October, go to Potter's House of Horrors. It's spooky. You think we'll release this uh, this month? I know, right? It's not going to happen. Maybe it'll be a year from now. Maybe. And it'll be topical. Okay, so the NPC ship, they have four command points because they're not using... Um, yeah, they don't have anyone in the department, they're just using gunnery. So they're going to fire one weapon twice. That's three, so that's a miss. And it's a one, so it's a miss. So they're just firing around you, and they're missing. You guys are too nimble, even your pre-merchant. I mean, it's space. It's mostly empty space. Where yes. we in the Omicron? Where we go? Death follows. I used to know a big property here too. No, no, and we're all under fifty. <laughs> so, you guys, what do you do? Who? What? Uh, first, what departments are you guys in? I guess I'll take the bridge. Or you're uh, taking the bridge. Who's taking bridge? I was going to take captain. You take captain? I'll take or, the bridge. Sure. Or, I mean, either either way. It's not like we were both on the bridge all talking about this, and then he <laughs> ran off to the gunnery seat, and I jumped into the pilot's cockpit. Okay. While well, you're like, I can manage this. I know what to do. Yeah, so I had jump over <coughs> to the guns. Okay. How different can it be than crushing someone said telekinetically? <laughs> okay, so... I know some of the actions are you guys undertaking first? Because... I'm going to use support department to reduce the command points of one of the moves he's making by two by giving him some expert's instructions in how to uh, shoot a ship out of space. Shoot it faster before they can damage my new <laughs> ship. My new <laughs> ship. Congratulations on on buying your Mark IV thermal death mach- death plasma lance. And I will do Make my sure to duty. read these 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 instructions carefully bef- before operation. We haven't even taken the plastic off the screen yet. <laughs> and I will do a maneuver uh, by doing my duty to give to generate a command point for the ship by uh, slamming the reverse on the thrusters and tilting the entire ship so the gun part is facing the area of the uh, shuttle. Okay, so because our ship doesn't have like a turret or something. It is a giant cannon that is strapped to the top of it. Oh, yeah. Relative its entire that, yeah. length. Because <laughs> if you were going to get a capital ship gun and use the, well, the large mount... First of all, your ship has a Q-ship cloud, which means it can look like anything. So first you have to unfold all your, like, 
Yeah. How does it look even? How does your ship look normally? How does it look when it goes to the weapons mode? We'll figure that out for next session. It's like a, how about this? It's like a big crane, and the crane just sort of like sl- like just slides up, and there's a big gun right underneath it. Honk. Okay, so how many command points do you have now before we start shooting? So I've generated one, and the NPCs generate one, so that's two. So we got two, and his action has a minus two modifier for firing guns. So engineering and comms are on use department, so they generate you two points. Your own bridge, you generate third point. Captain does a discount, and yeah, now we're going to actually have... Three points and a discount of two. So you can do two two shots and one wasted. Yes, I think that's how All it right, works. So D20, I guess. D20, because this is, you know, really this, you know, good percentages, guys. I hate linear difficulty. Hey, 16. 16. With all the modifiers? Uh, yeah, plus one, minus one. Plus one, minus one. Okay. So you managed to hit this nimble little fighter. So roll your damage. 3d6. Twice. And take the better <laughs> result. God. Twice. Nice. You have overcharged weapon. Overcharged weapon. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be a 12, so it's kind of irrelevant because. Uh, yeah, the highest is the 12. Okay, then. No, that's good enough with your armor penetration, right? Yeah, like 15 or something. No, you managed to just cut this little fighter in twine. It's like, it's, a, it's an unarmed cargo ship, we'll head straight in, and then like the, the big thing just opens up and like, what was thought was like a cargo thing, a uh, display is actually a huge freaking gun. Well, tractor beam the wreckage. The wreckage is the size of a spaceship, <laughs> and those take a lot of tonnage. We should do some hacking into the, let's see what they're... I mean... Let me go on board and check for salvage. I'm good at this. Yeah. Yeah, we're both pretty hot on that, so... I can check both of them for salvage. I don't need to breathe. Okay, then. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You spent some time on that. You rummaged through it. No, yeah. The ships, you know, if you had a salvage crew, you could maybe salvage this for parts. But the, the ship itself had um, like two tons of spare parts that's worth like 10,000 each on the normal market. So that's the most useful stuff you find after some rummaging. I also I mean, want the guy's helmet. Spare parts, right? Sure. You, well, does Devon bring you the helmet or do you bury it with, with something something? Bury? <laughs> I don't know. I'll just I'm I, asking I just, you because. Uh, oh no! I'll how much I take the spare parts worth? Sorry. How much are the spare parts worth? Ten thousand credits. The spare you parts what. you can use for like repairing ship and what have you. Were there any personal effects on the pilot? Were they? What would you like? Their skull. Sure. Okay. I bring you the helmet. I pop up the skull and I take it to my room. You could right. queen it. Oh, I, I've been taking trophies ever since the session started. Okay. This is my third one I've taken so far. I just look for. Did, is there any? <laughs> is there any uh, so that was the shuttle on the on the on the moon. Or is that thing still there? Well, I wasn't quite one hundred percent sure on it. So yeah, it's well, probably just a beacon. Well, this uh, scheme is. Oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna check that guy out too. Yeah, it was like you know some sort of old derelict shuttle that's been already stripped for parts. Just you know, engage it's like you know emergency distress signal. 
just leave it there. And he was just sitting on another asteroid nearby with everything turned off, so it'd be really hard to, you know, pick up his signal. And when he sees, oh, someone's coming, just still turn it up, attack. If nothing else, the trans we'll take the transponder because, well, we should. So it can't be used again for this matter, and also so that whoever was originally on the ship can know that they were, you know, tech killed by pirates. It seems this, you know, ship has been here for a while, so. But, okay. I mean, hey, it only has to pay off once. Yeah, yeah but... The... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what, you, we want to put the beacon here and hunt ships? <laughs> I'll put you guys in... We have the cold pods, so I can put in the cold pods and I'll just wait... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, it's go time, go time. It's go time. Quick, you know. <laughs> we gotta pirate them. This goes them from the you know, yeah, You're covered in goo. It's again. Like, yeah, we'll do it just like we did before. <laughs> piracy, piracy. Wake up, Al. Every day of my life has turned into a day of murder. <laughs> I've become Ripley. <laughs> huh. That speech she gives an alien because of the context for it. Do tell the listener the context. Alright, so in Alien 3, Ripley gives a speech to the xenomorph that's on the prison hell planet. And she's like, you've been in my life so long, I can't imagine um, any time before you were there. You know, you're the one constant in my life. And that seems really cool, because, you know, it's the third movie in the franchise, and it's Ripley lamenting her life. The death of her daughter, the death of everyone she's ever loved, Newt, that fucking guy, uh, Michael Bean. But you gotta understand... Ripley first was an Alien 1 from her perspective like a month ago. Yeah. Like, Alien 1 happened over the course of like two or three days, and then she went to cryosleep, and then she woke up and was like on Earth for like a month, and then like, okay, go do Alien 2. And Alien 2 lasted her maybe two days, and then she went back into cryosleep. Yep. And that's the speech she's making. Like, it's, it's, it's not goofy. It's fun and it's powerful. Like, that's how traumatized she is by, by like, the, the shit she's had to deal with with these things. <laughs> she doesn't remember a time before. It's only been a month. All right, well, these paper clips better have been worth it. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know how much you'll be getting when you pay them off or deliver them. So, I guess you guys take flight again. Yep. Go to Progariso. It's another two days? Yep, another two days in space. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna strip clean, polish, and uh, resin cast that skull. There you go. Put it on my little trophy case I have in my room, next to the others. Not disturbing at all. Oh, okay, well, just for reference, so I don't leave it on a super fucking dark note, I have that paperclip I stole, it's on my shelf. From the first job we got, I have the books from that cyberware job from Skelos, and now I have the skull of that raider. I was wondering what the other two were. Yeah. Not to leave it on a super dark note, I've been killing people constantly behind your back. <laughs> I mean, they have a whole suitcase of these skulls. Just, they just kept coming out! It's like a game of Skyrim, Tyler! It's like, I've been going, on every planet we go on, I go and find a bunch of parents and kids, and I shoot no. the parents in front of the kids and tell the kids, Tyler's character made me do it. Here's his picture and a list of his hopes and fears. Grow up to avenge them. Hey, Devin, you know, we might go on a planet that's like AI. If I have a skull, I can disguise myself as a human. I want to go to an armor planet. <laughs> uh. Okay, then. So, 
you guys land at Purgatorio, our docking district one, which is a designated docking area for this planet, as they like to be organized. All the trainers go there. So yeah, you dock. It's like an enclosed dock from, from the elements, whatever. And yeah, you look around, there's usually less activity than you normally see in a docking port. And yeah, there are like other ships, people like seem to be bumming about. And yeah, something's clearly up here. But I think it's time for us to wrap for today. Leave it a hang. Clearly there's a great paperclip shortage. <laughs> and we've come to uh say Yeah, that. solid <laughs> stuff. Man, we got our first kill. <laughs> Yeah, we got to test around a couple things, you know. Check out some stuff in the system. Perfect. Yeah. Alright, so. I'm Peter. Mark. Devin. Tyler. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. Mm -hmm.